0: Hello and welcome to Comic Solving Problems. I'm Stephen Allen. And I'm Eric McElroy. Good evening. Good evening. Welcome to the streaming comedy show that looks at the news, finds the problems, and sorts out some of the problems. For example, one of the problems in the news would be JK Rowling and the issue of all the death threats. She was in the news today saying that she's had so many death threats she could paper a house with them. Firstly, obviously, don't send death threats, that's bad. Secondly, does she know she doesn't have to print them out? I'm just worried that she's, you're making it worse, if anything. If you have mm. to read them, and I'd say, don't read them, just do it on the device, don't print. If anything, you're making the bad guys win more. And if you do need to paper your house, just take the the paper from the printer in the tray. You don't have to print on it first. If anything, mm. covering your house in pieces of paper that have got your Twitter username will just give away details of where you live and what's that And being told. Oh, that's exactly the problem. Okay, yeah. so we solve problems like that. We give it a go. Um, right, so shall we solve our first problem? Uh, Yes, I believe it's
1: uh, across to you for the first problem. It it is there. So this is a problem with making your own jewelry, um, which I know is a a big problem for a lot of people um, these days. I mean, it's a nice thing to do. It's personal. Um, You know, we're getting into the Christmas, the holiday season, the Hanukkah season, all of those kinds of things. Um, We know there's going to be supply chain problems. So probably this is a good time. To be planning ahead to make your own for uh, make your own jewelry because you're not going to be able to order something made by you know small children in an East Asian country. It's going to so be difficult true. to get the goods here. Um, now, of course, shows like this, morning shows as well, other news shows. What do we do when it's seasonal? We start talking about seasonal things. We start talking about things like Christmas presents, and that's what happened on a news channel recently here in the UK, where the presenters decided to find out you know between each other if they were going to make some of their own gifts this year. Really good idea, isn't yes,
0: it? Yes, very good idea. You ever made your own jewellery? I did use to make earrings for my
1: friends and family for Christmas, but I don't think that, they were that impressed. Yeah, friends and family were like, you work at the Beeb, sweetheart. You could afford to buy us a fucking present, couldn't you? What, are you, what are you? What is this tat that you're giving me here? Um, but it's nice. It's, it's that kind of cross-chat. We do that sort of banter, don't we, Steve? We have that warmth and that sort of little repertoire if it were yeah doing we? when if we say were...
0: banter we don't mean racist terms as well
1: just to clarify yeah, exactly i mean you should hear us off air oh. but uh no, no that's banter but um but yeah we chat a little bit i mean have you ever made jewelry steve uh no not yet not no, knowingly no. as far as i know not, not knowingly might be some jewelry out there yeah but you don't know about it um so uh actually the other presenter on this clip that we're watching his name was tom any relation to uh to your tom uh,
0: entirely based the character of Tom Logan from Late Night MASH on whoever that was on BBC South,
1: <laughs> definitely, yeah. Um, but this was his contribution to the whole idea of making his own jewellery. I made, once made a necklace. Oh, that sounds nice. He once made a necklace. Oh, that's very sweet. It's kind of sweet, you know, for a man to open up like that. You made a necklace. Tell, tell us, Tom, what, what kind of necklace uh, did you make? once made a necklace out of teeth for a girlfriend. And... What? What? <laughs> He made a necklace out of teeth. Is he a news presenter or a serial killer?
0: (laughs) Or both. Oh, what a great show coming soon to Channel 5 Dave Star.
1: What is it? You decide. Reports on his own crimes. (laughs) Now... I mean, if you're faced with that, and, you know, I mean, we have a more lighthearted show here, so we present each other with odd topics now and then to bounce off each other. But when you're on, you know, BBC, kind of mainstream news channel, what's the best way to react when your co-presenter has just mentioned the fact that he's essentially a cannibal? Here she goes. I
0: once made a a necklace out of teeth for a a girlfriend. That's lovely. (laughs)
1: Oh, that's lovely. Would you like a cup of tea with that? Oh, it's the most English response ever. You've made me something nice, uh, I'm going a little bit different in my accents now, but uh, you've made a nice necklace of teeth. Have a cup of tea. How was that? And Irish
0: ancestry? (laughs) Certainly spent some time over there. I think in Ireland they do that a lot.
1: Maybe. Um, But the thing is, he made this gift. Um, and, um, let's see, uh, who did he, who did he make this gift for? He made it for his girlfriend. How did that go down? It didn't last long. (laughs) (laughs) Should have brushed it more then. I wonder why. I wonder why it didn't last very long. Like, Mm. oh, thank you for giving me human remains as a gift. (laughs) But Tom realized he'd stepped in it because this became, this blew up obviously on social media as it would for some, you know, very understandable reason. Uh, so Tom wanted to get out in front of the story, which is what you have to do with these kinds of things. So he got out there and Tom explained, basically, um, I should have mentioned, they were both mine, they were mine. We were both consenting Goths at the time, which was acceptable back then. It's still back acceptable to be then? a Goth, isn't it? That's harsh. <laughs> But no, there was a certain time in the goth community where you were allowed to give your own teeth as gifts. Oh, his own teeth, so he knocked them out, did he? What year is this, 1239? (laughs) (laughs) Give Now, I'm glad that he clarified that it was his teeth and that he isn't actually the tooth fairy, because that would have been probably something that you're not allowed to do on the BBC. but we do actually as comic solving problems with our extensive budget we have uh, got exclusive footage of tom the presenter as a goth back in the day <laughs> Now, that's him after he actually just removed the teeth uh, from his own face. That's why there's blood all over his outfit, because um, you know, normally goth's a little bit darker than that, but he was using his own blood, as you do. Um, but you have to think, I mean, this is insane. Like, I mean, whatever, I guess Goth did that in the 80s or 90s or something. When they, But, you know, who would make a necklace like that? How would you even do that? And you think, how would you even begin to figure out the mechanism of making a necklace? Uh, out of teeth and then you realize that the place to find out for that kind of thing is YouTube oh good which you can see
0: right here I have a necklace out of wisdom teeth To do this project today you are gonna need three common household items dental floss, wisdom teeth and a power drill.
1: I mean I'll be ask you Steve I've got the floss in the house I've got the power drill. I'm a little short on human teeth. okay. Would you like to come around for dinner?
0: Do you know what? I'm fine, thanks. Very good. I've recently sure. recently rewatched Marathon Man, so now get
1: ready for the Christmas holidays here. I'll bet you are, and I need to get some presents together for the family. Now that video gets to stay on YouTube. One of our videos gets taken down. <laughs> <sighs> wow! But you know, I know you're all wondering. There's the dude with the drill and the teeth. What does the finished product look like? Well, let's have a look. And
0: now you have your own unique wisdom tooth dental floss necklace
1: that's
0: lovely it is indeed speaking of new things new covid rules and guidelines are coming in well this is going to get whoever that's been copying and pasting very upset about things there are some new rules in the uk that's the front page news of the eye today take a covid test before christmas shopping is the uh, latest government guideline and if that if it's a government guideline it means we know one thing pretty mm. soon there'll be a picture of boris johnson not doing that because <laughs> for the last week or so we've had lots of pictures of boris johnson not sticking to government advice we saw him on a train without a mask just breathing right in that woman's face How's some of this <sighs> boris breath and um, that was just after he would apologized for being in a hospital not wearing a mask just breathing it out just spreading it all around and to be fair he is getting better
1: hmm.
0: breathing on people on a train versus in a hospital i can see he's taking a step in the right direction credit where it's due boris and not enough people are saying that um, that's why seeing as we know that for some reason boris does not like wearing a mask He's not a big fan of protection, which also tells us why he's got so many kids. Yeah. And it does mean that if we know that Boris Johnson doesn't like a mask, yesterday when we watched the now famous news conference when he said Yesterday I went, uh, as, as we all must, uh, 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 to, to Peppa Pig World. That was a moment I realised I do not want to go to Peppa Pig World. Because Boris Johnson's probably been around there without his mask on, just <laughs> licking stuff. The way things have been going, oh, I'm just going to lick Pepper Pig, and actually I retract that straight away. There is no way you'd be having a taste of Peppa Pig, uh, because we also heard this. When presenting his 10-point plan to support businesses going greener, Mr Johnson compared himself to Moses. So, probably not a big fan of eating pork. Um, so we're, we're up to date with that side of things the new rules are in surely we just accept it you just do some tests and then you find out if you've got covid if you do you stay home if you don't you go out and you enjoy it surely huh. no one can be upset with this i say that knowing that as soon as people hear there's a new rule <laughs> the angry types will be saying things like hang on you expect me to take a test before i go christmas shopping yeah i mean what why not I don't really see what the problem is. It'd be good to know, wouldn't it? Do yourself a little test. And before you start talking about private medical data and all this stuff, don't tell anyone what the result is. It's up to you. I know this QR, scanny codes thing, but I've got some Hmm. uh, lateral flow tests. No one's come round to check, so don't worry about it. It's good that you know and you don't have to tell anyone else. You're benefiting and no one else needs to know. And actually, if it says you don't have it, you can go and do your Christmas shopping. And Mm. if it says you do have it, stay home and just be nice and stop spreading things around. In fact, if you feel ill, you should probably stay home anyway. Stop spreading anything, not just COVID. That's the general message. I mean, the other general message would be, If you actually want to go Christmas shopping and spend time fighting with strangers who also enjoy Christmas shopping, I'd say you should get a test of your head. But that's (laughs) just because it's not my personal cup of tea. So yeah, why not? What could be the argument about getting a test before you go out and doing some Christmas shopping? What next? You'll expect me to take a test before I nip down the pub. Why not? Yeah, same (laughs) rules. Why Give yourself a test before you do anything. Just test. You can find out... If you got it you know it just seems like it's good info for you i don't see well i should have to have some medical test if i'm healthy do you, know what? you make a good point actually no, i mm. take it all back you should not have to take a medical test if you are healthy because you might be asymptomatic so how would you know if you're healthy if only there was a test oh so now you want me to take a test before i even take a test <laughs> no, I'm not even saying that you trying to sell my argument back to me Is that is ridiculous, you're just, you're straw man argumenting me I'm making a straw man argument, you're arguing with recordings of yourself that is actually It's a good point, no oh, I am, I suppose I am I am doing that, yes okay, fair point yeah. well yeah I mean, now by the look of it, you're losing an argument to a recording of yourself, are you feeling alright <laughs>
1: don't know probably need a test when will a woman ever be president steve will it ever happen it's not it's probably going to be years from now you know we've got biden and then we're going to trump is going to win again i mean maybe uh maybe when ivanka wins but it just seems like it's never going to happen yeah. but wait while we were away nothing to do with us being off air it did happen steve Kamala Harris was sworn in as acting president of the United States. She has become the first woman acting president. Hell yeah. Didn't notice that. <laughs> Not I know you didn't notice it. Um, it's basically while Joe Biden was undergoing, uh, was under anesthetic for a minor procedure. But uh, there it is. She did. And the question is how she became the first woman to serve as acting president. It's a big deal. Um, it was a momentous occasion. And you think this is huge. It's going to be in all the news things. And then you look a little bit further and she did it for 85 minutes. Well, how long did she want? Yeah. I mean, to be honest, that's enough. I'm good. We've had a woman tick the box <laughs> and we're out. <laughs> we're out. I mean, but I mean, it is a big deal. It's the first time in American history, our ancient American history, which goes back a decade and hundred and hundred and a bit more of a hundred years, Mm -hmm. because a woman was in charge for eighty five minutes. I mean, what is that? You know, you look smug about the age of America, but when's a woman ever been in charge of this country? Huh?
0: Don't make me remember Uh, it.
1: Huh? (sighs) Yeah. It's never gonna happen. It's never going to happen. The, the queen and stuff. cuz the queen doesn't count cuz she's a lizard person. Okay. Although saying that, that's probably going to get her video taken down again. But it was such a big story in the United States that she was president for 85 minutes. You can see it here reported in the celebrity section of the news. <laughs> it almost feels like she's not getting the respect that she deserves. Uh but um but basically um whenever the president is uh, incapacitated for like a minor sur- or any kind of surgery there's uh, an amendment to the constitution which says that the vice president temporarily sworn in to take charge um and he was under anesthetic um and so she was president for a little while um so it isn't surprising once you know that when you dig into this shot that I got from Kamala Harris's office and this was on her desk <laughs> she was really close there don't know. Uh, don't know why she has that exactly, but
0: um, it's a good solvent.
1: Might see another uh, eighty-five minutes coming up pretty
0: soon. <laughs> might be longer than eighty-five minutes if you really make sure the handkerchief's moist.
1: <laughs> yep. So there we go. Momentous news happened. Wow. Well, well, and a woman has become president. Are you going to go into enough? the
0: details of the procedure he was having done at the
1: time? <laughs> uh, uh, the colonoscopy. Mm. No. That takes us to a dark place that I don't want to go to. Not seen it.
0: Although I do, it was in one of the newspapers around here. Um, so this is the the most raw version. Of it. I just need to find the story. I should have taken this with me today because I could have sent it. To you. But oh, actually, it's quite a oh, yes. newspaper. So here's the um, the coverage in one tabloid. Reviewing the newspapers um, that she briefly became America's first president uh, while Joe Biden had a medical procedure. Biden transferred power to his deputy. Uh, as he underwent a colonoscopy on his 79th birthday, uh, the, day, also the day before his 79th birthday. Weird present. Mm. I would say I'd, I'd rather have a voucher. Not for a colonoscopy, just a voucher <laughs> in general. Um, but there you go. Surprise. Ooh. Ooh.
1: really would be, wouldn't it? When you're that age, you'll do anything to feel anything. <laughs> uh, and Rutsi- we don't know what... Yeah, yeah go on. Well, we don't know what uh, Dr. Biden, uh, Joe Biden, his wife, is into. She well, might a little bit of... A little bit of birthday pegging going on
0: if she's a doctor you got to say yes to it uh, the routine examination was done under anesthetic now i've i've had people dabbling medically in that area for me and mm. uh i don't know about anesthetic well <gasps> i i definitely could have taken a phone call yeah. And oh, I didn't because I'm not that busy. And also you don't want that thing where you're halfway through a word and suddenly you have to do that. But yeah. still, I'm not the president. You know, I'm sure he could have could have uh, still kept it going. And I, here's my favorite bit. It says under the U.S. rules uh, meant that Harris, 57, had to take control uh, because Joe Biden um, uh, was unable to discharge his duties. And I remember, in in the American accent, unable to just discharge his duties. It's hard to do that that when there's a pipe crammed up your
1: anus. Well, that's one of the reasons why they were giving him that procedure, because he was struggling with his duties. (laughs) Um, And then, uh, because it's not the first, so
0: it's not the first time this has happened. Um, It happened twice before when George W. Bush had a colonoscopy in Mm -hmm. 2002 and 2007. Damn, he just kept going back, taking the stamp and getting the free one. Um, But then it says President Donald Trump alleged. Do do you know why this never happened to Donald Trump?
1: Um, Because he's the most fit president ever and he's going to live to be 200 years old.
0: I mean, maybe on a side issue, we we should talk about the fact that he's been given uh, Taekwondo's second highest rank. (laughs) <laughs> you've seen that story i don't yeah. think saying stop i have an honorary black belt is going to help you in a fight <laughs> anyway uh, president donald trump allegedly had the same procedure without anesthetic to avoid handing power to mike pence that's commitment isn't it to not want mike pence to be in charge just do yeah. it just raw dog me come on
1: <laughs> i mean i don't agree with donald trump about very much mm. but i agree with that Uh, on to the next problem i wish to
0: solve it's christmas trouble it's it's that time when everyone's getting all upset about festive things and my favorite news story about this so far has to be this one the story of someone's in-laws who are charging them for christmas dinner at their house (laughs) and this put me right (laughs) off according to this um i love this story i thought let's do the research let's find out about it turns out someone took to mum's net let me stop you right there Journalists are just spending all of their time on Mumsnet. That's all it is, isn't it? Every week there's a story. Someone said something on Mumsnet and now the newspapers have written it up sidebar as a project. I'm not saying we should do this. We should definitely do this. That if any of the people watching would like to set up a Mumsnet account and make some stuff on there that then gets in the papers, do let us know if you've managed to find a, <laughs> create a story that then the Daily Mail treats as real. But anyway, to net, where she expressed a frustration at being told to pay an undisclosed amount to have Christmas dinner with her in-laws. Now, I can see she would have gone to the internet to try and make people think, oh, these in-laws are terrible. But there's a big part of me that just thinks, if someone is charging you for Christmas dinner, you're a bad person. you just, hor- no one wants you there. That's- <laughs> How are you not getting the hint by now? They can't say it to your face because it's Christmas, but they're making it pretty flipping clear. And now we all know Mm -hmm. more of the story. Um, She said that her brother-in-law and sister-in-law are hosting Christmas. I've hosted before. That's more someone regretting that they didn't charge. Uh, Basically, (laughs) they're charging us per family, per dinner and which i kind of agree with the woman says she was especially annoyed by the monetary fee because it would be going on champagne which she won't be drinking no one wants you there karen you're not drinking they are charging you for it how are you not picking this up um my husband says he's on their side i don't even that's not made me think that their argument is good that's not convinced me that the in-laws are correct of course your husband is on their side because he's remembering a previous row that he lost and has still not let it go <laughs> um, so the husband's on their side saying they're doing all the hard work. Oof, that's going to cost, isn't it? Uh, granted, but I've never charged them or would never dream of. They really put me off going, but of course, I will go to keep the peace. No, it's the opposite. The peace they are trying to establish is outpricing <laughs> you from their Christmas dinner. They're trying to use yeah. market forces for crying out loud. So um, what do you do in this situation? Uh, if you starting to have issues about being charged for Christmas dinner, get some of this a secondary story which i think actually solves the problem of the first is hogo the hassle no. of going out now we know fomo um. fear of missing out um that weird emotion you get when you think oh no i'm spending my time at home watching repeats of tv shows i didn't even like the first time around appearing mm. on five dave star and i'm wasting my life and then you look at social media and you see pictures of friends and family doing things you're like oh i'm really upset i wish i was doing that and then you also think, why didn't they invite me? Then there was another one after FOMO, which was called um, the, I guess, JOMO, the joy of missing out. Have oh, you heard that phrase? Mm-hmm. That's no. when you realise you don't want to spend time with your friends and family anyway. <laughs> um, you just, no wonder they never invite you anyway. So that is why you th- you had your two options: your fear of missing out and your joy of missing out. This is another problem which i think comes in earlier than that this is the hassle of having to go out and it's understandable Mm -hmm. we've all been in that situation you've got plans and someone cancels and your immediate emotional response is thank fuck but you're not allowed to say that out loud (laughs) You, you actually think it and hogo sounds like something a doorman in games of Thrones* would say but it's the latest thing that people are talking about because of its economic impact a report came out saying that a large percentage of people just aren't turning up to restaurants and this mm. is causing problems we've said it before it's rude if you these are people who make bookings yeah. and they don't turn up to the bookings now i've never really been one for going out anyway i'd rather just not not bother and i think being more like me could solve this because i also have the fear of speaking to people on the telephone whatever that would be so i wouldn't even get around to making the booking that wouldn't fix the economic problem of it though and we don't need to because let me get the piece of uh, research uk hospitality a trade body that represents the hospitality sector said that 15 percent of people have been pre-paying for tickets and not turning up. Mm. So that's just spending the money and still not going for it. Effectively yep. treating a business like it's charity by just giving it some money and not using it. We are effectively funding a retail trade, although they probably won't give us an acronym for that. Um, it's farts, Britt, you were right, we do, we do breaking <laughs> wind jokes. We definitely do breaking wind jokes. Um, so I think, I've, I think I've actually solved a problem on that one. Nice, should I do the sound effect again? I mean, why not? It's not going to make it any worse, is it?
1: Hold on. Let me find it. Yeah. So there we go. Well, we'll be. We join us at a gig this weekend live. Otherwise, we will be back next Tuesday, if not uh, the Tuesday before. Or oh, whichever comes. Whichever comes. <laughs> Till next time. Bye. Bye thank you for
0: watching this from comic solving problems
1: and if you feel like it go ahead and like the video
0: or subscribe commitment